Welcome to Behind the Artists, where we dive deep into the backstories of artists from all walks of life. Today's episode features my YouTube show, The Dancers Roundtable. I have two phenomenal guests on, Michaela Hassinger, who is currently touring with Maluma, and Chloe Bunce, who is in Katy Perry's Vegas show. Needless to say, they both have achieved the dream. In today's episode, they dish on what it's like being a professional female dancer in LA. Let's get into the episode. Michaela, what is the biggest challenge as a female dancer? Mm, I would say it probably comes down to race because first thing I noticed in the audition is how many black girls there are. So it's that, sorry. You have to look at me. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Michaela, what is the biggest challenge as a female dancer? Um, probably ethnicity. When it comes down to an audition, I tend to see like how many black girls are in the room because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I feel like they're my real competition because I'm not going to go against, say, like you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, You're not going to be my bookends. Yeah. It's going to be the other yeah. black girl with like long black hair. Yeah. So like at the end of the day, I'm looking at them. So mm-hmm. I feel like that would be my... I guess not like struggle, but like that's something that I always like zone in and try to like figure out I'm like, okay, what's their body type like? Yeah. Am I going to be their bookend? Like if they only want two black girls, how am I going to stand out from this other black girl that looks like me? So, so. is that merely when you walk into audition, you're like, okay, who is my competition? Yeah, that's, that's okay. it because we're all fighting for that one spot. Mm-hmm. And most of the time there's only one token black girl. Mm-hmm. So as much as my fellow queen i'm like that's my spot i'm gonna get it yeah I so mean, that's so that's my first thing like i'm like oh hey girl but like also mm. you're coming for your job and that's yeah a healthy competition is fine it's right like you are fighting for a job you're auditioning so that's how it yeah is. so that's my first do you feel like it's the same way when you go into an audition um definitely i eyeball the other blondes there mm-hmm. and it's a matter of do i how do I stand out amongst them or which one do I think is going to get booked based on relationships and how do I match them to be their bookend? Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd say for me, something that I had to overcome as far as auditions is like not comparing myself to other people yeah. because at the end of the day, like your talent is only 30% of you oh, yeah. booking the job. Like really? it's always a, a type cast oh, or wow. a look thing. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you remind them of someone in their past that they really didn't get along with. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I just don't want to be around this person because you remind me of someone. So it's really a matter of like not letting no's mm-hmm. like hurt me and also know that everyone is their own artist. Yeah. And right. if it's their job, it's their job. I'm not yeah. going to pout about it. And yeah. Yeah, I will get the next opportunity that's right for me. Yeah, I always feel like that. I feel like it's what's meant for you is not going to miss you, mm, right. period. Like, and what misses you wasn't meant for you. Exactly, period. Because there's been some jobs that I've been on that I've like, dream come true, and I'm like, wow, I hated this job. And I wish I did get on the job. So <laughs> no, I'm like, I sure. really want to trust in the universe, like, put me where I will be served the best, right. and it's going to be great energy, it's going to be a fun time, because I don't want to be on a job that yeah. sucks. Yeah. yeah. No one wants to be on that. <laughs> you guys feel like the female dancer community is supportive. When you find the right crowd. Mm-hmm. When you find the right crowd. Definitely if I'm in auditions with my friends, I love dancing next to them because yeah. it's like I don't even think about the choreo and like if I need to, I'm like, oh they got it. Mm-hmm. Like I know like they got it if I mm, sorry, words. 
Um, what was the question again? <laughs> I went on a tangent and lost my no, point. No, I love it. Um, do you feel the female dancer community is supportive? Okay, yeah, if you find the right crowd of people. Yeah. I feel like when people move here out of the competition mindset, oh, yeah, yeah. they, they're they used to, again, it comes down to comparing, and mm -hmm. that's not what it's about. Like, yeah. I love having good friends that are in auditions to, like, cheer me on, and yes. I'll do the same for them. Yeah. 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 I feel like it is pretty healthy, but it's so hard not to move to LA and not have a competitive mindset. I feel like yeah. you have to have a healthy competitive mindset yeah. because at the end of the day, they're only looking for that one girl. Like I went to an audition yesterday and they were only looking for one girl and at least 50 girls showed up. So it's like, we're all fighting for this one like spot and they yeah. didn't say anything. They didn't say what they're looking like, what for a Mexican, Asian, black girl, blonde girl, brunette girl, like they didn't say anything. So like we didn't have anything to go off of. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, what do we do? So it's a competition, but it's not like bring it on. Like yeah. we're going to fight each other to the death. <laughs> like it's never like that, which I feel like a lot of people who aren't in the dance world think that our lives in the industry is like the movies, yeah. like mean girls. And like you guys like fight each other and like steal each other's costumes. I'm like, I'm sure there are people out there that do that, but for the most part, it is like a healthy, like we're very supportive of each other, yeah. like you know, audition mindset. I know like when I go in, I see my friends, but like I kind of like zone out. That's how I am too when I audition. I'm like, hey, really yeah, I'm like, hey, have yeah. fun, but I don't sit next to them. I'm yeah. very like, I'm gonna be in the, yes. I'm gonna be in the fucking front. But do you think that comes from your your, your background as in came from Clippers? You feel like that competitiveness? No, honestly, I had the worst experience on the Clippers. Really? <laughs> really? Yes. Was worst it? experience, 10 out of 10, do not recommend. Oh, really? Why yeah. Um, it was just not as like homey and family. Like I went in as a rookie and like mm -hmm. super excited. I did Edge Pack scholarship. So like I was coming off scholarship and this was like the first like real gig. You could say, like, yeah. I got. Yeah. And it wasn't as, like, I thought it would be like. And, like, dance team is completely different than, say, palms or cheerleading or even, like, heels classes mm. or normal classes. So I didn't know what to expect. But the girls were all nice. I just got kind of the low end of the stick. And mm. I got told I was, like, holding the team back and just a bunch of stuff and it was like really unfortunate but i so didn't have the best dance, and you are fired, <laughs> so thank you thank you like, that's disgusting yeah, i'm so sorry like, yeah it's okay and i just i told myself that i wanted to like go back and kind of like redeem my like self and like kind of like show out but until there's a a different person in charge yeah. then i will not go back which are you doing now the success is yeah i don't i don't think i need to i want a world tour so i don't need to it is great i can't fathom the words yeah. it's i'm still on it i'm um thriving yes. but i'm exhausted <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's worth the dreams like little me is so proud so yeah, yeah it's great so what is maluma like maluma is the best boss ever I mean, and he's gorgeous to look at, oh, yeah, so I get it. Let us 
help? It doesn't help. So yeah, but no, it's great. It's amazing. Like there's eight girls in the tour, and I'm very close with all of them. I mean, you kind of have to. We yeah. cry, eat, sleep, yes. fight like yes. sisters, and yes. so it's like it's great. It's been a little over a year now. Wow. Yeah. So what was that audition like? It was direct book. Wow. It was direct book. And um I am the only black girl, so yes. there's also that. So I'm the token black girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got your spot right there. That's it. Yes. We're trying to keep it. Yeah. <laughs> What's your best moment being on tour? My best moment. Ooh. I think my best moment. Like memorable moment was performing at Madison Square Garden. Work. Mm. Yeah, I have it tattooed on my wrist. Yes. As a date, it's coming up. Ten yes. one yes, twenty one, yes, yes. and it's just like a childhood moment. Like I never thought I would yeah. ever like I've imagined it, but yeah. like actually mm -hmm. living it, yeah. it was. It's different. It's unreal. Mm -hmm. Like I'm performing at Madison Square Art Garden yeah. Yeah. with an artist. Yeah. So the Latin artist at that, yeah. so it's like multiple things being checked off at yeah. once that like, yeah. That's, yeah, that's so still goal of mine is to perform at Madison Square Garden. Out of all the places, I'm like, that is like, yeah, yeah. right. I've performed so, so many like around the world, like these famous arenas, but yeah. Madison Square Garden is just the so one where know. like everyone knows too, like non-dancers know, so yeah. it's like. Yeah. yeah, it's That's still dope. kind of surreal. Yeah. <laughs> your background, you came from the competition world? I did, that and then doubled at the Ballet Academy. <laughs> yes, <laughs> ballerina. Yes. I'm not, though. No? So how was that transition? Um, when, did, when did you move to LA four years ago? I, yeah, I just hit my four years last month. And where are you from originally? Ohio. Ohio. Thank you. Midwest. Yeah, Midwest. Um, I knew a good amount of teachers out here because I did some conventions okay. and that was very helpful and I feel like the ones that took me under their wing is, and mentored me, yeah. they gave me a lot of good advice and I feel like if I had any questions I wouldn't feel silly asking them. Mm -hmm. So I had a pretty comfortable transition and I loved auditioning. So yeah, I'm like, here I am. I think it's the outfit for me. I stress over oh, the outfit for the audition. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I was signed a year before I moved here. So I was just getting sent these emails, like sitting in biology, being like, oh. <laughs> yeah. what am I doing here? Yeah. So when I finally moved here, I was like, wow, it's really happening. And I, yeah. I knew this is where I was meant to be. So finally, when I'm like given the actual opportunity and yeah. I like bring my little headshot and resume and set it down, it was yeah. really um, nostalgic and fulfilling in a way. Yeah, because we forget about that. Like, mm -hmm. Back home, before you come, you're like, yeah. that's what you dream of, just being in a room and just being amongst all these dancers and have that yeah. moment. Mm -hmm. It's like, even getting cut. Right. Like, that's, that's it's part of it. It's part of the dream. Yeah. Like, you're being part of the process. And it's cool to just, even like, even if you don't book the job, right. you know, like, oh, this artist is coming out with this. This is the vibe. I like, for Beyonce, for example, auditioning for her. Right. I knew about Coachella and the vibe of it. Before the rest of the world knew. Mm -hmm. like that's, yeah. I think that's just like such a beauty and amazing thing about being a dancer. Mm. You kind of know the secret before the yeah. secret's already out. Yeah. yeah. I feel like most dancers turn out to be like, or competition kids and then move out. Because mm. I'm from a really small town in the middle of nowhere in Colorado. And I had to move to Denver my senior year to like perform with like 
um, one of the best dance studios in the nation. And then that helped me. And then I moved to LA after that. So I had to like make moves earlier to further my dance career. Like I lived in New York for a year and trained with Alvin Ailey to figure out if like New York was with, for me, if I wanted to do more so like the commercial route or the company side. Mm. So I was like, okay, if LA doesn't work out, then Alvin Ailey and then Modern and yeah, Horton nice. and Graham. But now that I do it, I don't think my body can do it anymore. I'm old. <laughs> once, you get, once you get used to LA style, there's not a lot of technical classes right. out here. And going back to yeah. like you gotta commercial, you have to, yeah, yeah. I'll get my ass in shit. Yeah, yeah, but I want to touch back to so you went to college. No, so you were. I graduated high school a year early. Okay, yeah, yeah, the best thing to do. Um, yeah, yeah, two months before the end of my junior year, Mm -hmm. I went down to my counselor and I was like, "Hey, um, (laughs) I want to leave. I want to. I want to graduate this year." And she's like, "Chloe, I'm working." Okay, I'm like, but I got all my credits. I I made sure, just check. And then I had to like write a letter explaining why it why my next year of life would be better suited not in high school. And I was like, easy. I'm getting these opportunities, and I've trained in Ohio for since I was three years old. And I'm like, I there's nothing else for me to learn here, nor yeah. are there opportunities for me here. Yeah. And I'm getting emailed these opportunities that I I'm, I felt like I was missing at the time, yeah. which I know yeah. I wasn't. Um, but yeah, yeah, she was like, you're right, you can go. And now she's so supportive. She comments on all my Facebook posts. <laughs> I love um, it. But yeah, I moved here when I was 17. Wow. I didn't go to college. Wow. And I, that's the thing, I do love school. I love learning. Yeah. I'm not to say it's out mm-hmm. yeah. forever, yeah, yeah. but It'll right now there. I'm dancing until my body's broken. Yeah. Because okay. <laughs> yeah, I feel like a lot of people, why don't school, I'm not dragging school, but sometimes you need that, you need to pursue what you want to do, especially mm-hmm. as a dancer. If you yeah. already know what you want to do, yeah. it's like, let me get this over, let me pursue this, and mm-hmm. I'll be even more successful. Right. We really push school. Sometimes a lot of people are not meant for school. Mm-hmm. So. I feel you on that. I was blessed. I had very grateful parents who were like, follow your dreams first, go to college later. So I moved straight out of high school. And Mm -hmm. like, both of my parents are veterinarians and like own their own businesses. So like, they did the school route. They're like doctors. And like, no, go follow your dreams, be a dancer, even though you'll be broke half the time. It's okay. (laughs) I'm like, great, love that, mom and dad. So I'm gonna be 25 and you're gonna be paying my rent. Like, great. I'm glad that we got that established. Yeah. But yeah, so, okay. Were you originally from Southern California? Yeah. You grew up in Salt Lake. I grew up in Salt Lake up until sixth grade. And then I moved to a little small town in Southwest Colorado with 25 in my graduating class. What town? It's called Dolores. Yeah, I don't know it. Yeah, no, no one knows it. It's like, like eight, I live eight hours from Denver. Okay. So you're like, really like where the four corners meet, where like Arizona, New Mexico, Utah, and Colorado. Dolores sounds like the name of like a librarian. <laughs> like an old woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's probably a librarian. So yeah, no, yeah. Probably. Yeah. It's a super small town. What was your childhood like? Um, I'm actually adopted. So I was raised by a white family. So it's been interesting growing up and I grew up in Salt Lake City, Utah, which is very Mormon. Mm-hmm. And I grew up in a Catholic private school. So <laughs> I've had it all and I had a Mormon nanny. Um, but yeah, so I had the life 
different. And then I grew up in the country, half in the country. So I um, get called the Black Hannah Montana <laughs> because my LA life is completely different completely than my different. Colorado lifestyle where I shoot guns, know how to hunt, and go horseback riding, go to rodeos. And here I'm in my Louboutins and Tina no. Rounds. The red bottoms. The red bottoms. People don't know I can uh, shoot a rifle. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> in my red bottoms. Huh. So, yeah. It was an interesting. And when did you move to LA? I moved in 2015. 2015. Yeah, and I graduated high school in 2015. Okay, so I think I was in 2014. Okay. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've been here for a minute. For a minute. Yes. I don't I need something new. I'm finding time. <laughs> time. So, let's see. When did you book the tour? Um, what year was that? You been last there? year, so it's been a year. So it's been eight, eight, seven, eight years that you've been here for? Yeah, okay. so 2015, and I just finally made my big break. See. So it's like you have to put that time. You in. have to put time in, and even if it's ten years and you still haven't doing, haven't done anything. Like, if anything, I feel like the pandemic was kind of like a blessing in disguise. Really? Because I feel like a lot of the OGs were like, okay, I want a baby, I want a family, so they like let the new generation yes. come oh, in, yeah. which like new generation would fighting and like there were some spots available but for the most part i think most choreographers tend to go for it what they know and who can like provide which is great yeah but like what about the ones that are trying yeah, yeah. so it's like this yeah. is great so the pandemic thank you because yes. it's like made room for like to the point where like i don't have to audition it's just direct book yes so it's like a blessing in disguise but yeah yeah, as far as like choreographers booking people that they know, I feel like just because it's such a long term thing, they want to make sure that the people they're hiring like are yeah, decent right. to be around. Because mm -hmm. I've heard some horror stories about people just not knowing how to behave around right. an artist and just saying really insulting things that they don't even know are insulting or overstepping. So mm -hmm. yeah. I feel like that's a matter of what that is. But yeah, yeah. COVID did. Ugh, oh. I hate that word. <laughs> I didn't read it. Um, I think it did weed out a lot of people as far as who were unsure about dance and really yeah. were like, no, I don't think this is it. I think there's something else that I'm much more passionate <laughs> about that I would thrive in more. And they're like, I'm going to go back home and then right. go to college or like right. maybe pursue directing or music or mm -hmm. like. It, for me, it, it definitely woken it up. Like I've been in LA for almost 10 years now. Mm -hmm. And now I'm like, okay, I'm now ready to move out of dance. I'm ready to move into, I want to say, a creative choreography, creative directly. And the pandemic, thank God to it, because that is what woke me up. Right. It's like, okay, I'm ready to move on. I'm ready to yeah. do that next thing. But yeah, it's true. I feel like everyone grown and like, you had to grow, like you were forced mm -hmm. to grow. Mm -hmm. So it was necessary. Yeah, yeah. and, and everyone here now is like craving it. Yes. Like, and you see it. Yeah. But it's, it's definitely different. It's though. a lot of newbies. Like I went to an audition the other day. I'm like, I don't know you. I don't know you. I don't know you. It's just like babies. I'm yeah. like, now I'm the OG, and I'm like, I'm. I shouldn't even be the OG. Yeah. I'm still the baby because yeah. I may have booked the tour, but like I'm still learning things. Yeah, it's weird. It's, it's really weird. Switch. Yeah. Because I remember being that like young dancer. I'm looking around like. You, right. Like I look up to you, yeah. and you're in this audition, and now they're gone, and now. They're like, oh, you're, 
you're this person on Instagram. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, you know me? Yeah. <laughs> what did I do now? <laughs> when I started like not being the youngest on uh, jobs anymore, I got a little pouty about it. Oh, really? Yeah, I really liked that title for some reason. Oh, no. You feel like it's a little bit less responsibility, you get away with things a little bit more, but. No, just not like, just not putting inhibitions on it or pressure to feel like I have to be a role model to anyone, maybe, mm-hmm. or like that there's. I don't know. Oh, just, I always feel the pressure. Mm-hmm. Just I don't know, as being like it like a black woman, like mm-hmm. in just in jobs, like mm-hmm. but like you're always being watched. So it's like Really? Yeah. Not like in a bad way. I yeah. just like even now, like I feel like I have to always be on my P's and Q's because like not every job is promised mm-hmm. and you can be replaced at any moment. So yeah. it's like it's an audition every time I step on that stage, every yeah. time I step on like rehearsal, like yes. even walking off the tour bus, it's always like, and I sometimes forget that. Yeah. And I have to be like, no, Mikay, like pull up. Like yeah. sometimes you can't look like a homeless person all the time. You oh. have to get dressed up to go to the grocery store. <laughs> this is enough for anyone that's wanting to pursue dance. Like that is what the mindset, not necessarily feel like you're on edge all the time, but you need to always be on your shit mm-hmm. because yeah. you can get replaced and it is it, i hate to think of like dancers as replaceable because i don't like i don't like right. to like that because there's nobody like you you bring something amazing right. to the job but we're all um, trying to fight for that one job but we are all trying to fight for that one job and i think that that is a lost mentality in the new generation mm-hmm. like they are like they have their, their noses up mm-hmm. it's like no honey like you can get replaced you should feel like you are special and you bring value to a job but you are replaceable that is the fact of it. That is one thing that really frustrates me as far as sometimes you're in a really unhealthy work environment mm-hmm. where the people that hired you kind of make you feel as if you are replaceable and not valuable. And that's mm-hmm. something that I wish people could like think about the way you kind of just said it. Yeah. Like you you have something to bring to the table. You yes. are valuable. Yes. But then also it comes down to like, when we're trying to fight for like a higher pay or like yeah. more yeah. rights and it's like if if you're if i'm seeming too needy asking for basic things that i should be getting mm-hmm. like there was a time where someone came to me and they were like listen you're being you're being too rowdy for camp yeah. and like there's other blondes yeah so that's what i'm wow. i was like, like mm, <laughs> yeah um <laughs> Yeah, but like yeah. The, the whole replaceable thing really yeah. irks no, me. Yeah, it's something about that. What do you think that comes from? Like, it's an from, ego. Not yeah. an ego, more of like, a, what is it? Like, a, maybe just my talent not being valued. Yeah, or I think there's a, a, there's a, a boss. Like, a, what is that I'm trying to say? They're like, they're trying to feel in charge. They're trying to power? put you, yeah, they're yeah, trying to put you in your place. A power yeah. move, exactly, yeah. Kind of reminds you. Do you feel like that stems back to the dance community because we don't value ourselves enough and we don't step up? Because I feel like there's a certain type of how people treat dancers. Yeah. But, yeah. I think it's, we've gotten this far mm. with like being, example, like SAG rates for dancers are not what anything comparable to what they are for actors and like our days are longer sometimes and more extensive and we're not protected as much. Um, I think it comes down to like them always being able to get away with it like this. And if we try and push for more, they'll be like, we'll just hire someone that doesn't know better. That looks Mm -hmm. just like you. I feel like dancers rates are kind of, you know, like to compare 
acting and dancing, I feel like, if anything, sometimes even worse. Because sometimes we're put in like really shitty environments yeah. where we're supposed to be on point shoes on concrete. Yeah. And like they don't understand and that point fog. shoes are like $100 <laughs> and like I'm going to ruin them being on concrete. Yeah. My ankles, yeah. our bodies, yeah. like as dancers, our bodies are our temples. Like without our bodies, we can't make money. Yeah. So mm -hmm. it's just like, you only have what's so the long gift? Too. Right. You only have so long. Yeah. And like, I feel like once you, I mean, there's no real age limit, but once you hit like 25, 26 as a female, yeah. at least in my opinion, our bodies are shifting, or at least mine is, and it's just like, okay, I'm not as flexy as I once was, mm -hmm. or like I can't wear heels as long as I could mm -hmm. have when I was like 18, and mm -hmm. I thought I was invincible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Throwing backflips and auditions, and I'm like, nope, mm-mm. Yeah, they're like, can I even flip? I'm like, they're like, yeah, can you tumble? I'm like, uh, basic bitch. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, no, I can't do no, anything. I can't do anything. No, because you know you're going to be doing like 30 shots of it. And on with, no, with no hazard pay, no, yeah. no extra pay. And yeah. like, that's considered a special skill yeah, is tumbling. Is. And I feel like a lot of people forget that yeah. or they're trying not to like get that because usually they have to pay you more yeah. for a special skill. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Like, how, how do you guys feel? Like, you both are working with A-list artists. How do you feel? Not necessarily just about generally, like how the pay is for a dancer, especially the amount of shows that you do, the amount of money that the artist is making <laughs> and taking home. What do you feel? How do you guys feel about that? <laughs> no, that's a touchy subject. <laughs> oh, there's only so much I'm going to say, uh -huh. but I'm going to say that Again, like our bodies are our temple. And I feel like a lot of people forget that like sometimes when you go to a concert, yeah, it's cool to go see like a singer. But after like the fourth song, you're going to want more. Yeah. Unless it's like Usher or Chris Brown where like they can entertain a yeah. stadium by themselves. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I like, I, I like seeing the dancer. Like even if I wasn't a dancer, I would like to go see a show and like see other things. Yeah. So it's like, Okay, so I feel like we kind of need each other in a way. Yeah. It's like, okay, it's like, let's make something happen together. Yes. I've, I feel like it, it's very good money for the, the shows that at least I'm doing. Mm -hmm. um, like, it's, it's comparable to Broadway money, which is yeah. it's a live mm -hmm. performance, so it makes sense. Um, and I'm paying my rent, and I'm, I, I, I shop a little bit, but it's like, once this is over, I'm not going to have a lovely amount of savings. We also live in LA, so I feel like a lot of people forget that. Yeah. So, like, yeah. we're making it work. Like, I've been making my rent. I've been paying my rent with the things I've been, like, getting with my career, which is great. Because how many people can say that, like, their career as a professional dancer is actually providing, like, yeah. money for bills and stuff. Like, yeah. that's, like, really huge. Yeah. But we also live in Los Angeles, California, where rent is dumb expensive <laughs> so it's like makes me want to yeah. cry Literally. there's no way like if we were to be anywhere else we'd be thriving i would have a yeah. fucking g-wagon yeah. yeah. but as far as like i'm making my living purely off of the entertainment industry mm -hmm. and i want to be able to settle down and have a family one day and buy property right like I don't, I don't feel secure yeah. genuinely yeah. It's, it's it's crazy because as dancers we work with the top of the top and like Sometimes these artists are profiting, some are profiting a million dollars per show. Mm -hmm. So it's like, 
I think dancers should be getting at least ten thousand dollars per show. No, for sure. Unless the dancer community, which the dancer lines has been, and like we go strong for a few months, yeah, and then it fades, yeah, and then it goes strong and then it fades. So unless like we actually like put our foot down. And like agents start being like, oh, if you're not going to pay our dancers this, and the artists are just going to be like, okay, we're just going to have new dancers. But then all of the agencies need to be like, no. Yes. We're not doing it. We're not sending you new dancers. Yeah. If you don't want these dancers, that doesn't mean that you're going to get new dancers Good. because it's going to be the same thing. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. our problem is, is that like, if say an artist doesn't want to pay us what we should be paid, they get rid of us and get new girls. Yep. Of course, those new girls are gonna be like, oh my gosh, this is a world tour. Yeah. I'm gonna do it, which is cute. I would have done it too. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, great, but like after a while, you're gonna want something that's like more beneficial for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you need everyone to take a stand because yeah. there's always gonna be that one girl that's like, oh no, it's fine, like I'll just do it. It's like for the experience, which we all do things for the experience. Yeah. But after a while, it's like, okay, when, when does it end? We have to be united. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's the only way that for it to really change. Right. Like, I think this, uh, this having these conversations, it really opens it up and like, okay, she feels like that. She feels like that. I feel like that. Like, oh, like, okay, let's do something about mm-hmm. it. I do see it actually changing a little bit. Mm-hmm. I've seen like people turning things down a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Like, no, yeah. like the, the rates. What's uh Dan Taja? Taja Riley? Taja Yeah, she for a long while, I think she still is, has like been putting her foot down and it's like, hey, like, where are these dancers' credits? Like Absolutely. we're human, yeah. like we're we're not just robots, like yeah. where's our yeah. money? Like and like she was sticking up and I like only saw her doing it. Yeah. But and she still does it, but only there's only so much one person can do. Yeah. 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 They're speaking of like even getting credited, mm-hmm. um, I find it interesting to watch film credits mm-hmm. and see where the dancers and choreographers are listed. Um, I could be mistaken, but I believe in Chicago, like the dancers or the choreographer is listed like under catering. Yeah. Not to say that we need food and that is so important, yeah. but as far as like the time spent on the film, the dancers and the choreographers spent more part. time yeah. investing themselves than the person did to fetch the food. Exactly. The dancers and a choreographer. Mm-hmm. Yes, we need food, yeah. but that's like the very, very bottom. Like the dancers should. I'd not... rather have a credit than a food. I can pack my own snacks. Yeah, I can bring my own meal. <laughs> right. No, I want the food, but yeah, I, I know, know. I know. I know. <laughs> if you had to pick, I would rather have the credit because that's that's for years down the line yeah. for your kids to watch. Yeah. yeah. So it's like speaking of that I need to go home and check in what's on Prime to see if our credits are on on there. There you go. There you go. But it just shows that respect to the dancers. I right. Think. Like it just shows like we are valued. And that also goes back to the point of like, it tells the rest of the world that we are valued. Mm-hmm. We are stars. And we should be treated as such. Right. When they see that. It's oh, more than oh. just a hobby. Yeah, it's more than a hobby. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, the, the, their credits were at the very bottom. Right. So then we treat the dancers like less than. Yeah. It's this whole, and it, I blame, honestly, the, the above the dance industry, but the industry as a whole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Starting with the directors. We like let it slide a little too many times. They, they need to recognize that we are, we, we make some of the most of the projects. Right. Most shows, most commercials, most uh, TV shows, we're shows. We're not we're everything. Everything. 
Well, not be what they will be. The amount of artists we've put on in class, just like this underrated artist, never heard the song before, and all of a sudden this person blows up. For example, Cisco. When, what was it? That, uh, I can do it for hours and out that, oh, that song, <laughs> and then everyone talked to it. Mm. I feel like Cisco put everyone onto it because, like, mm. no one really knew the song. Like, it was already out. Yeah. Cisco did a combo to it, and then all of a sudden, it blew up. Yeah. Everyone said during combo to yeah. it. TikTok caught onto it, yeah. and it's just like, okay, so like, we're in a way like building up these artists. Oh yeah, period. Yeah. With classes, same with if you see a Nike fit in class, post a video, boom, a free Nike ad. Then people yeah. are like, that's what I do. I'm like, oh, her outfit's so cute. Let me go look for it. People aren't steal from dancers all the time. Swag, everything. I think it's crazy that you can literally teach an artist everything and give them, make them who they are, but you are not There's paid. no credit. You know, there's no credit and you're not even paid for mm -hmm. it. They can go and steal Jack your style and everything, all the right. moves, but then yeah. what do you get? Nothing. 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 It's messed up. I'm curious, what do you guys prefer dancing for, male or female artists? Depends on the vibe. No. I mean, they're, diff they're different things. Yeah. Um, Females are mean. Really? <laughs> female artists? Female artists. I feel like, just like, if I was put in their shoes, if I know I'm a bad bitch, but I see some of them having an off day, and one of my girl dancers is looking fire, I'm going to be a little insecure. In a way, even though I'm the artist, we're all, we're, we're human, so it's just like I can't imagine. Like even Beyonce probably has her off days where she doesn't feel like Beyonce, so it's just like I feel like it's easier to work for a male artist because I feel like in the industry, women, I don't want to say we're used as a sex symbol, but it's we're always having to be sexy, wear a heel, like be a woman. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it's just easier. Yeah. To dance for a male artist rather than a female artist. Just to so, understand you, it's because you don't you feel like there's a little bit of a little bit of a competition. Because I've heard artists. a little bit of um, interesting stories with like Mariah Carey and like Nicki Minaj, and they're great female artists. Yeah. But I've heard horror stories like working for them. Mm. Mm. Um, I have the opposite opinion actually, because mm -hmm. I just from my experience yeah. purely. Um, you know, with like growing up very girly and feminine, mm -hmm. I couldn't wait to be on stage with like a female pop star. Mm -hmm. And like yeah. that was like I want to stand next to a really strong boss woman. Yes. And now I am, and I'm like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, this is so cool. And um, as far as the male artists I've been with, I feel like there hasn't been a lot of engagement and interaction. Mm -hmm. Um, and the horror stories I've heard is like them taking girl taking their dancers on like private trips and mm -hmm. like accidentally getting them pregnant right. and oh, accidentally. oh what <laughs> it's, it's nobody's business yeah, but yeah. No. i i don't want to mess with that line i'm like we're co-workers yes. maybe after the contract but like i don't want to be around just to be around yeah. just be yeah, like just because it's convenient yeah. but i find that difficult because like mm -hmm. I also Some feel like we're so attractive, right? Yeah. I just but, feel like it depends on the artist. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It really does. For sure. And like I feel like as like a dancer or as a woman or whatever, you have to kind of like establish that boundary. And sometimes mm -hmm. that may get you in trouble, like say with a male artist. Like if you say like no, 
then they have the ability to fire you, but at least you're yeah. staying like true to who you are. Yeah. So like I completely understand that, and I would love to dance next to a boss yeah. woman. I've heard great things about Beyonce. Like, yeah. Female dancer, I've heard. She's she amazing. So respectful. She's she, amazing. Like, everyone. She's not insecure. Right. She's she's herself. She's being, right. She's a queen. Like she doesn't have right. to be insecure. So right. yeah. How is it dancing for Katy Perry? Ah, uh, it's a dream. Um, the world is so large. The sets mm -hmm. and creative, and the costumes are so. Um, like they're uh, like the props are like yeah. seven feet tall, yeah. and they move, and you're in heels, and you have no peripheral vision, and every all of the costumes are somewhat restrictive. Mm. Um, whether it's like a harness mm -hmm. or a really tight pencil skirt that you so have you to have go upstairs, upstairs, is what I'm hearing. No, we don't. Mm. Um. Um, but it's it's a challenge because it's like if if my rib cage is limited or if my hip distance is is limited, how it's it's got me to explore other parts of my body that I've never even um tried to acknowledge yeah. before that just kind of follow the flow of things because like my main hoes are like locked down right, right now. Yeah. Um, but I have some lovely friends on the cast now, which is so cool. And Katie herself is, she's funny and she's honest and open and like, but like she, she's also a businesswoman and like yeah. when she needs to put her foot down, she does. And I'm like, mm -hmm. I respect her so much, yeah. um, but she's also sweet and very giving and kind. And um, one of the first things the choreographers told us, they were like, do not take advantage of her kindness. And I was like, okay, wow. dope, mm -hmm. dope. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. To get that experience, to get a dream job like that, and an artist be like that. Genuine. That you cannot. You can't get anything yeah. better. Yeah, on opening night, she gave us these necklaces, and I wear it every day. Oh, <laughs> like, well, you. Um, yeah, I'm like, I keep it close to my heart, and I'm like, if I lose this, I will cry. I'm not very materialistic, but like, this it's is so. Moment. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, I remember um, people always ask, were you a fan of her? And I'm like, well, I knew all the songs going to rehearsal, and I didn't expect to. Right. Um, but I have this memory when I was younger. I had like the candy cane CD mm -hmm. and like blaring peacock in my dad's office when no one was home. Cause I know it's like, I knew it was sexual. I didn't know what it meant though, <laughs> but I was like, I know it's something dirty, but I'd be like, I want to see your peacock. <laughs> and like, no. Katie hates that song, I think, <laughs> but she never wants to sing it. But I'm like, that's a cool full circle moment. That's so funny. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's funny how life kind of, you just never know. Like, oh, I never thought I would be doing, working with her. And then no. right. it's all kind of weird. Yeah. How did that come about? Um, it was an audition. Mm. It was an open agency call. Mm. So anyone with an agent could go. Wow. But I think others crashed as well. Yeah. Um, there were 250 girls and 115 guys. And it was three days long. And funny story, I actually thought I was cut um, during one of the earlier rounds of the first day. But I carpooled with a friend who was still in. And I was waiting around, like I have videos of me doing cartwheels. I was so content. I was like, whatever, not my job. <laughs> um, and then all of a sudden they were like, Chloe, Chloe Bunce. And I was like, is my friend okay? Like I thought the girl I yeah. was like passed out or something. And I was like, is she okay? Um, but there was like a gap and the guy was like holding my picture. He's like, get in line, you're next. And I'm like, what? what? <laughs> like oh my, I, my heart sank. And I was like, no. 
It's like, you, like, you need to go in. Can you please get in line? I was like, can I go in? He's like, why? And I'm like, I didn't learn the combo. And he's like, why didn't you learn the, the next combo? And I'm like, I thought I was cut. And I just like burst into tears and I was oh so embarrassed. Oh my gosh. But I was like, I just blew it. Um, but luckily, the choreography team was kind enough to say, the boys are learning the same combo. You can come back tomorrow. Oh. So wow. I did. Yeah. And then they ended up doing the same combo I already learned. And they were like, "If just perfect it. Yeah. And if we want to see you, we'll send you a video. So I auditioned with the boys, got sent a video at 8 p.m., day two. Mm-hmm. And I had to learn it off of a video. And I was like, I was exhausted. What a great story. Yeah. Wow. I didn't have it. I didn't have the space either to do it. The next day we go and there were a couple other people that had a situation of mm-hmm. missing a day or something. Mm-hmm. So the choreographers like stood in the back. There were five of us in the room and they went, they were counting it detail by detail to see what we did. Your girl didn't miss a single one, but <laughs> yeah. I was I feel like that like helped me in a way to get that extra eye on them because um, they didn't know me. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then it, it was a full three day audition. We learned countless combos doing them back to back and yeah. they talked to us asking us random questions. Mm-hmm. And then it's not over. <laughs> After we get home, they're like, send a video to Katie introducing yourself and a fun fact. And I'm like, what's she going to think is a fun fact about me? Yeah. Oh, that's so but yeah. What was the fun fact? Oh, <laughs> no, no. I was like, I, now I need to know. Um, so during COVID, I was looking for different types of things that interested me. And I was very drawn to crystals. I've always loved glitter mm-hmm. and sparkly mm-hmm. things. Um, so I was drawn to crystals energetically. And there was one I brought with me to the audition. So I was like, this is the one I've been hanging out with lately. It's for yeah. artists who, um, you know, sometimes when you lose your your passion or your drive, mm-hmm. like it just reminds you like, you got it. You right. had your moxie. Wow. Keep going. You're doing well. Do you take it everywhere now? No. No? No. <laughs> that one's on my vanity. Um, just depends on the day which one I want to bring around. Oh, wow. cute. I that's love amazing. that. That's like the actual like. That's a great book. story. Yeah. <laughs> that's a great story. It's like the dream story of right. taking the job, like a dream job. That's it was hard work. Yeah, you fought for that job. Like, it's hard work. There's now six girls and six guys. Wow. Oh my god. Out of two hundred, two fifty, yeah, fifteen. That's a great accomplishment yeah. in LA. <laughs> like, yeah, literally. That's crazy. I wish I had a cool audition story. But I don't. You do. <laughs> you do. <laughs> You're so fault. Like, who, so sorry, who was the crack for? The Square Division. Shout out to them because yeah. that was amazing for them to give that chance. Right, and yeah, like, no, most was, people would have been like, oh, yeah, mm. you're done. Yeah. I was very thankful and yeah. grateful. That's when you should have known that was like a sign from God that, like, you really? got it. It's kind yeah. of funny, like, when you think about it too, it's like, maybe that's. It was a blessing in disguise. Too, like, because you were with the guys and maybe you mm. stand out a little bit. Well, yeah. They. I had some guy friends there who gave me really good advice because mm-hmm. the first day when they did that second combo I didn't learn, they did have all the different typecasts go together. So I would have mm-hmm. been dancing in this group of blondes. And I knew of all of, all six of them, I believe, that there was at this point. Mm-hmm. And my mindset would have been, how do I stand out from all of them? How mm-hmm. do I yeah. dance differently? And that's what got them cut. The second day, yeah. a friend of mine who was there, he said, no, these choreographers look for bookends. And so I was like, okay, these two girls have worked for them. I got to match them. So mm-hmm. that third day audition, I when we were in the mirror, I was like, catty corner. 
eyeballing the one that was left, mm. like trying yeah. to match her, and yeah. now we're the two blondes. Yeah. So okay. it all works out. That's it. Pro tip right there. Like that is something that if somebody's listening, take that in because it's it important in. to find your bookend. Yeah. It's like. Mm-hmm. It really is. That's all the characters are looking for. Like who matches well together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, like help your friends. Yeah. Because some people get so catty, mm-hmm. but it's like no. If if I know something that the choreographers look for, and I'm I'm like I I want to work with my friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just good energy, and also just like once again, I truly believe like what's meant for you is not on your shoe. Mm-hmm. Right. Like it does not matter who's in a room or whatever. It's, just, it's gonna be, you know. Right. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it's free class. Absolutely. It's a free class. I learned so much more from auditions mm-hmm. and jobs than actual class sometimes. Right. Yeah. yeah. So you both are, I can say you both are living the dream. Living how, the dream. Like, how does <laughs> it feel being on the other side of it? Like for years you fought so hard to keep that job. How does it feel to like, I accomplished it, I'm living it? It's surreal. Mm-hmm. I like still kind of can't believe that I'm in LA, doing what I'm doing, dancing for an artist, traveling around the world, going to different places. Like two days ago, I was in Peru. Like work. What? Oh, wow. Like yeah. I go to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Monday. <laughs> like Peru. Like I've never imagined being in Peru and yeah. on the sixth, I'm in Ecuador. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like it's just crazy. It's like a world tour. Yeah. That's With insane. A Latin artist who I never imagined. So I'm also learning Spanish. Oh, that's good. There too. you oh. go. So yeah, it's great. So <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Un poquito. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on French. Un po. Un po. Un po. I'm going to Paris in a few days. Wow. The French yeah, are so. rude. They are. They're so rude. Are you French? Sorry in advance. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> my my mom was adopted as well. Okay. And so I don't know any of her ancestry. Yeah. So I just tell people, whatever you see me as, I can whatever be her. You <laughs> whatever you want me to be. Whatever you want. Yeah. How's it for you being on the other side? Um, it it took a lot of pressure and weight off because mm-hmm. I felt like I was trying to prove myself for so long. Mm-hmm. And so then I would not necessarily completely crack under pressure because like you know, I have enough to get me through, but mm. I would be overwhelmed and not dancing to my full potential because mm. I would always be like, yeah. yeah. Um, so it took that weight off. And now I love dancing more than I ever have mm. because yeah. I'm, I'm just like, this is how I dance. And I'm always open to, open to learning new things. Mm-hmm. So there's that really cool aspect. Um, the first few months of it, I was in a little bit of a rut, honestly, because I was like, I'm doing it, but like, what now? Mm-hmm. Like I felt myself not having anything to strive for, which felt very unfortunate for me because the chase is kind of what kept me yes. going. And that yes. was, yeah. I know I definitely yeah. feel that for sure. So for a while That's I weird. was like, what's next? What what do I do? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but now I'm I'm out of that phase and constantly discovering new things about myself and the way I dance yeah. and I'm like, there's so many more opportunities. Like I still need to go on my world tour. <laughs> You're gonna get there. Yeah, yeah. So she's probably going to tour somewhere anyway. So Yeah, um, No comment. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> but um Yeah, it's it really is about the journey. Mm-hmm. Like I I know it 
being in a journey, it sucks. Right. Like when you are not booking the jobs and you're getting cut and you're just waiting for the opportunity. But then once you get that opportunity, it's you're like, gonna get more no's and you will get yeses. Absolutely. Yes. That's yes. what I've been told since 18. You're gonna get more no's than yes. yeses. And half the time you could be the best dancer in the room, but mm-hmm. it just comes down to they want a yeah. redhead. Yep. Or they want the most alien-esque beauty yeah like if like i look very girl next door like mm-hmm. a lot of people tell me i remind them of someone that they have in their life and it's like i just look too right not special or something like i'm just not unique and i'm mm-hmm. like mm, whatever it <laughs> could be like a really great talent though in this business though like right yeah it's very versatile yeah mm-hmm. well you just you, know? you just never know what they're looking for and right. it, most of the time it is the way you look, but you have to not get self-conscious about like, oh my God, I need to lose weight. I need to gain weight. Mm. I need to dye my hair. Maybe you do need to dye your hair. Maybe yeah. you do need to cut it to feel more embodied in mm-hmm. who you actually are. Yeah. But like all of those things, right. ugh, it's a lot to be a woman. Yeah. I, know. <laughs> I also feel like depending on the artist, sometimes you can like tell like, oh, I'm auditioning for Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Probably don't want a pixie cut. Cause she uses her hair, yeah. mm-hmm. so it's yeah. like you go into that kind of knowing who you want to audition for, I guess, or who the audition's for. But and then I know some artists, they like will get back to your agent and be like, "Can she cut her hair? Can she dye her hair?" Yeah, yeah. and and that's like you have to kind of be willing to like change. So, I mean, some of my mentors have told me that it's okay to put like on the bottom of your resume, willing to dye or like willing to cut hair. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've always said I would rather dye mine than cut it. And I've always had in the back of my mind that I would go like a strawberry blonde, like reddish, but still keep it light. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it comes down to if it's a long-term job worth worth what you're willing to change about yourself because mm-hmm. you see this image of yourself every morning, every night when you wash your face and brush your teeth. Yeah. And it's like you're going to look different. Mm-hmm. Like it, it is going to affect how you feel. So I think it, if it's a long-term job – that you really want, yeah. do it. Why the hell not? Because mm-hmm. guess what? You can dye it back. It'll grow back. Yeah. Just don't let it mess with your confidence. Yeah. I think you have to mm-hmm. weigh it before you say yes. It's mm-hmm. just kind of like being an actor. Like sometimes you gotta like lose a lot of weight. You part, yeah. You're, you're playing the part of whatever right. they want. Yeah. So. But also, it's okay to say no. It's okay. To, yeah. It's, it's okay, okay to say no. right. I feel like it's a little bit different for black women in the industry mm-hmm. because it's so easy for, at least for me, to change my hair. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a ponytail today, tomorrow, I'm going to have a full weave down to my bum. Or, so, and I know, like, certain artists, like, for example, um, Lizzo right now, all of her dancers have braids. Mm-hmm. They're also all African-American dancers. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's way easier for at least us to change our hair because we can throw a wig on, we can throw a weave on, we can have braids in our hair. Mm-hmm. And it's easier to like change your hair, but it's, I feel like, I don't know, in my opinion, a little unlikely for them to be, can you dye your hair unless it's for an abstract artist. Yeah. Then I can't really imagine them being like asking a black woman to like, hey, can you shave your head? Because they're just going to go find a black woman with a shaved head. And America's Except Model is not real. Right. (laughs) So. Where do you think that comes from though? Do you think that that is this? Society, like, let me not have to black woman doll here type situation. No, I just think it's just not that we adapt easily. I just feel like it comes with being a black woman. Like, they should already know that we already change our hair a lot. 
Yeah, so it's just no. like one of those things where I could have braids, but it's also the thing if I want braids, I'm gonna have to get new headshots. Yeah. <laughs> no one wants uh, to spend all that money. No. So most of the time no. I try to keep my hair that I can kind of get away with with my headshots, yeah. but knowing like as a black woman, we're gonna change our hair. Mm -hmm. Unless they tell me to shave my head, then I'm like, absolutely. Yeah. Not. And that's also something like if they they're like, <clears throat> We love you, but we want a different look for your hair you can present them with, I can do this, I can do this, right. I can do this. It's a little bit easier for us yeah, as so. like a black woman to be like, yeah, I have these different options because of yeah. how much we change our hair Yeah, more than and white girl. Hair is expensive. Like if, mm -hmm. if someone would want me to dye it, I would be like, okay, do you really need to? I feel like the only circumstance I would need to would be to dance for a blonde artist. So who's that? Brittany and Gwen Stefani pop mm -hmm. in mind. And I would love to dance for both of them. Mm -hmm. And I would dye my hair for both of them. But then it comes down to like the upkeeping because my roots are going to grow yeah. up. And I'm like, are you going to pay for my hair appointments yeah. since yeah. it's not mm -hmm. something that I would have been doing? Yeah. <laughs> Which sounds, again, needy, but... It's, but it's not. Sacrifice, it's, yeah. But it's not needy. That should come with it. And I should be like already understood. Mm -hmm. I'm also curious, like, the makeup. You guys, how's that? Like, do you do makeup for free? Like... Should that be provided? Like, should is yeah. that something that people should think about? Yeah, with with my show, they do provide our makeup, and we had a lovely makeup artist come in. Her name is Alexandra French, Alexandra French, excuse me. Um, yeah, and she's dope. She designed the look for the dancers, and she tested a couple, and then Katie and the directors picked like a version of it that they wanted and put it together and then we had like a beauty school day in That's rehearsal so where we showed up and there were a bunch of little makeup stations and she taught us how to do the look ourselves so we do do it ourselves but someone else created it and then our tour manager nice. always asks at the end of every run what do you what do you need for the next run as far as makeup and they do provide our makeup for us mm, i'm curious that's if nice. that's because it's a female artist she thinks about that that's what I mean. So I wonder, mm -hmm. how do you feel about that? I think that plays a big part in it because we have to provide our own makeup and like we do our own makeup, we do our own hair, but they're very, I would probably fight back a little bit more if we had to have like a certain look. Mm -hmm. Then I'm like, no, like, okay, well then you need to have someone come in and like teach us how to do it. But for the most part, our dance captain, like we pull up a look on Pinterest, we're like, okay, we're gonna try this. It's mm -hmm. kind of fun. Yeah. And, um, one of the girls is like really into makeup, so like she kind of helps us. So thank God for her. Yeah. That's a fun I would thing. struggle. Yes. I'm like, yeah. Anna, can you do my makeup? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Oh my God, she's helped me with my makeup before on a, on a random gig because I showed up and Who's they were this? like, Anna Santucci. Okay. Yeah. I love her. Babe. I believe she's from Ohio too. She is from Ohio. I was going to ask if you uh, knew her, but I'm like, I was probably big, chances of you guys knowing each other. Yeah, she's a couple years older than me, mm -hmm. so I grew up admiring her yeah. on stage, but we never interacted. Yeah, she's a babe. Yeah. Awesome. So above the job that you guys are currently working on, like, do you feel like makeup should just be a given? Like, we shouldn't even, we shouldn't have to... Yes, I, as, like, I... Makeup, costume, tights, I feel like the basic needs that, like, a dancer would need undergarments, I don't think, as dancers, we should worry about that. Yeah, and also like if you think I just re um, refer back to acting a lot because I'm dipping into that world mm -hmm. as well. Like they're not doing their own makeup. No. Like it's it's part of getting ready to go perform to like sit down and kind of like do what you need to do mentally. Maybe it is blabber and chat about mm -hmm. random gossip that doesn't matter. Maybe you need to like and like being stressed about making this like specific eyeliner yeah. thing stresses me out. So I would prefer to have 
a makeup artist. I mean, I would love that, but I also feel like it depends on how many girls are on the tour. So, like, The weekend, for example, they had, like, what, 25 dancers? Mm-hmm. Can you imagine having 25 different makeup artists for 25 individual people and then, like, having to sit there? You would have to go, if the show, you would have to go in so early to get your makeup done. And who knows if yeah. something's not working out. So, like, but I would love... Them, right, that should be on them. Yeah. But, I mean, if we yes. can't even be paid our correct rates, yeah. a makeup artist is out of the fucking question yeah it's true. so it's just like i mean yeah there's only eight of us on the tour but i don't think they would have eight different makeup artists especially someone that could work on like black skin mm-hmm. so it's like i get it but like you kind of have to like pick your battles and i feel like that's a battle that i would not want to pick yeah no. and i don't see the point in picking it because it's like okay eight dancers eight different makeup artists that's a whole nother eight different people that you have to house feed plane tickets and that's a lot yeah, which I get is a lot, but that's if you lot. think that they should, it's, if you want 25 dancers, then that's what you gotta get. You gotta for get, sure. You know, like, but they're not, they're they're not, for we're not ready, they're not ready, they're for, not that ready for that conversation. So I would much rather have their pay and do my own makeup. Yeah. And yeah. if they have a problem with it, and then all of a sudden they need to bring in someone new. Because I mean, if I'm that shit at my makeup, then. Oh, right, I'm like, then that, then it's not my problem because there's some people that really just yeah. makeup's not really their thing. Yeah. So if they're not willing to like hire someone, then that should, that's not your problem. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's a good way to handle it. Yeah, yeah. so right. like if I really wanted a makeup artist, I guess I'll glue my eyelash to my earlobe <laughs> and go out on stage. Right. But then that's me on the jumbo scrum with my eyelash yeah. on yes, my earlobe. Yes. You're right. There's so right many. next to Maluma. I'm like. Oh, there's so many other things that we need to fight for more, yeah. but it's definitely something that I would appreciate. Yeah, no, for sure. To have to not worry about my makeup, oh, save me two hours. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So when you mess up, you gotta start over. Wipe it off. Oh no, I don't. Consume. Mm-hmm. I'm oh. caking on more. I'm like, no, there's no, can't go back now. Mm-hmm. Nope, there's no way. <laughs> and my wing is like all the way up here, and this one's like. <laughs> It's like Kmart and like Gucci. Work. I'm like, oh, okay, we're just gonna go with Kmart side. Mm. Love it. That's my good angle. <laughs> so what's next for you guys? Now that you've done the dream, like what's what's next? What's the goal? What's the dream now? Um, I mean, I want to continue to be booked. Mm-hmm. I I do want to see the world. I want to go on a world tour, but also. Um, my dream is to be uh, consistently working in film and television um whether that's a dance role or not like I definitely want to go into that world more and like the dream would to be a baby in dirty dancing or I have this vision of this HBO or Ryan Murphy dark kind of cabaret show that follows my life and me as a dancer so my ultimate dream is like not like it is to have that dance film or tv show and be that go-to gal for that because mm-hmm. showmanship and performance comes very naturally to me mm-hmm. um whereas like I'm, i know i'm not always the most technical or the best dancer in the room but like i don't make up for it but my strength is performing is exuding yeah. this yeah. something that because I, I just know that this is what i'm supposed to be doing i love yeah. storytelling and saying things that i necessarily might not say mm-hmm. but i will um, explore it in this character and either verbally say it or like with dance I think it, there's so much to explore and do in this mm-hmm. industry mm-hmm. yeah uh, <laughs> I would I be see it. yeah I see it yes I'm 
So I'm let's talk about that a little bit. You're acting. Mm-hmm. So you were on Euphoria. Yes, that that was my first credit. Yes. I was on season two. Yes. Thank you, same makeup artist Alexandra French. Yes. <laughs> I met her before. Um, yeah, that's amazing. That was an amazing episode. I love that episode. That one part with that you and yeah, while the girls, the bedroom scene. That who this this. Everything, I love that. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was the second episode mm-hmm. um, in Kat's bedroom. Yeah. And it was, like you said, all these girls popping up. And kind of we were representing what influencers on social media do. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were in her bedroom. And kind of like being that toxic positivity, like down your neck. He was like, you're, you're a mob. Mm-hmm. But preaching these positive things, that's so not okay. Mm-hmm. Um I've never seen someone work the way that that director does, Sam. Really? Um, yeah, he was crawling around the floor. He was like in the closet during the scene. He was so... He was in it. He was invested. He, I love that. He really has something to say, and he's very collaborative. Um, I actually auditioned for that the day it was being shot. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> You have the best audition story. I'm like, I don't have any cool ones. No, I, um, That's amazing. Yeah, I was just on set not supposed to be acting. And they pulled a couple of us in the room. There were six of us. And he was talking about the scene. And the actor, Barbie, was sitting on the bed. And we're like, what's happening? <laughs> He's telling us about the scene. And he goes, and I have some lines. I go, oh, it's an audition. <laughs> okay, sure. So he has these three lines and bounces it back and forth between Barbie and all of us. He's like, no, you say this one, you say this one, you say this one. go. No, no, no. You and I was the sixth girl out of in, in the row of ducks. So I was like, okay, just say it differently than they do. Okay. And I made eye contact with Sam. I'm like, I'm not afraid of you. You don't intimidate me. Yeah. And I think that's what kind of made it. Gave yeah. me an edge is that I was like, even if I was nervous, I'm like, what the hell do I have to lose? Right. Um, so. I dancer too, you have that different type of confidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So he, he yeah, he picked me as one of them and I was like, Whoa, I love this show. So cool. <laughs> He's like, Great, let's get them their contracts written up, get their information, get them mic'd up, get them in the trailers, let's go. And I'm like, Okay. Wow. <laughs> what a random day. Right. Yeah. What a oh random day. Trailer. Oh my god. So That's so fun. Yeah. It was it was wild. It's my it was my first credit and my only one so far. But definitely more only to come. Yet. There's really definitely more to come. So right. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? What's next for you? Oh, I don't know. I feel like I've done I've done the world tour and like that's always as a dancer, at least for me, it's been the goal. Obviously, it's been Beyonce or like Rihanna, so that's still may or may not be happening. But you know, I don't know. I've. I, I think I want something new. Mm-hmm. I love families. Like, I kind of want to have a baby. <laughs> Feeling clucky. <laughs> I've always had baby fever. I just oh don't God, want really? the man. Okay. And right. I, I just, like, I like really want to adopt. Not anytime, like, soon. Mm-hmm. But I'm, like, thinking about it, researching it, trying to figure out what's next. But and I also want to go to school. Mm. I kind of want to go a different route than like dance, not so much have it be a career, yeah, wow. or have it be a hobby. Cause okay. I like I've done it; it's like fun. I love it, but now I'm like, okay, now I've done it. Like now, mm. what's next? Yeah. I'm at the like what's next part for yeah. me, yeah. just because I've 
done the U.S. tour, I've done the world tour, yeah. and it's like, okay, this is amazing, but like, majority of the tours are all going to be the same. The only thing that changes is the artist. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 So I'm like, this is fun, but I'm also like, I'm a baby. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's so cool. You're on Tisha Matters for a little bit about getting older, mm -hmm. and being a woman, and being a dancer in your career. How do you juggle that? I Love life? What is a love life? Yeah, when you're successful and... You don't have a love life. It's it's hard to find other artists in the industry, one without an ego, because mm -hmm. it's so hard if one person in the partnership is thriving and the other one's, like, it's not their time mm -hmm. yeah. at the moment, and, and it fluctuates. So finding a supportive partner is, one, hard, and yeah. then also someone who understands that, understands that you're not always, av like, available to reach. Mm -hmm. um, because just yeah. tour, if you're, you have a show, you get on a bus, you gotta sleep, you gotta get off and do it again. And it's just yeah. this Groundhog Day type thing that like, you don't even look at your phone. Right. Yeah. I had a relationship on tour and I like kind of warned him. I was like, yeah. I can't, this is what's happening. Yeah. It's hard. I'm going to be sleeping. I'm going to be tired. And he's like, why are you talking to me? You know, give me attention. And then. I ended up cheating on me while I was on tour, so that's how that went. <laughs> so, yeah, no, it's just, you can't really have relationships. Like, I pretty much cut off all relationships besides, like, my parents. But even then, I'm like, Mom and Dad, I'm so tired. I'm alive. Love yeah. you, but yeah. I'm going to go to so sleep. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's so hard Yeah, to, like, have a relationship. Even, like, with friends that aren't outside of, like, the outside of the industry. Cause like you have to have someone that like kind of knows the industry a little bit. Yeah. But even then, if they kind of know the industry, then they're still kind of like, well, why aren't you giving me attention? Be like, because I just got upset for like twenty four hours and I want to mm -hmm. sleep, and then I have to be back in four hours. Like, you're like yeah. you can come over and cuddle me and like give me scratches and make me breakfast. Right. And the server's like, I'll but, go to the grocery store with you. Yeah, but I can't. I can't give you anything right now. Like I'm right. That's it. I need to be filled right now. Literally. Right. Yes. And I will fill you when you need it. Yes. But right now it's me. <laughs> so would you guys date another an artist? Another artist, I guess. Absolutely. I'm, no, I'm, not. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm open to the right person. I don't know what my I don't know what my perfect partner looks like. And I believe that you have many soulmates throughout mm -hmm. your life that um compliment you at that time. Like mm -hmm. I had my relationship in high school, I loved my high school boyfriend, but it came time for me to move to LA and it came down yeah. to him being like, I don't get it. You're going to move to LA and dance. And I'm like, I've been with you for two years and you don't understand that this is the most important Not thing it. to me. Bye-bye. Yeah. Bye-bye. <laughs> yeah. So, but it's like throughout high school, he was the one for me. Yeah. Um, so I can't wait to find out the one that I'm supposed to spend the rest of my time on earth with. Mm -hmm. um, I am mostly attracted to artists. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's just more, like, because they're more open and deeper and more poetic and dreamy, but that's just my type. Yeah. Oh, that's just my type. They know how to play you. Those are the worst ones. Don't even get me started on the players <laughs> in LA. They're the worst ones. I dated an actor that we were, I was like, Mom, Dad, I'm going to marry him. He had a whole girlfriend the whole time. I'm like, what? I'm like, excuse me? I'm like, we were together on Valentine's Day. Where did she think you was? I guess it was a Chinese holiday that landed and she's Chinese. Yeah, it was a mess. Wow. I was like, oh no. But yeah, no, I don't know. Just being in the, like the NBA world, 
with like athletes and then like artists i'm just like i don't like being or feeling like i'm replaceable like i don't like like basketball players can get anyone they want so like why would they want me like i know my worth but like what are the chances of me sitting down with a basketball player and like spewing my whole life story and then being interested with what they just don't see on the outside like because at the time they're like oh she has boobs i'm gonna try to like sleep with her so they're not trying to get to know me on a deeper level so like i don't like waste my time so mm-hmm. it's just like eh. if it happens it happens but it's gonna be like one in a million but athletes artists i like book nerds work okay. i like the little nerdies where i like like okay here i'm like okay yeah. I'm the loud, obnoxious one, and like the quiet one. So yeah, I don't know. I feel that. Okay, now this has been a great episode. Yeah, <laughs> to finish up, is a little fishbowl. We each pick a question, and we can answer it. I'm so scared. Yeah. Be scared. <laughs> Just grab one. Grab one. Okay. Is that <laughs> one? <laughs> what is it? Do we open it? Yeah, open it. Just open it, and then. The fortune. Who wants to go first? Oh, wait a minute. I have to think about it. You know yours? I gotta think about it. Is this where we like cut and think about it and come back? (laughs) (laughs) Most embarrassing moment? Wait, I'm thinking about my question right now. Hang on. Are we all answering all of them? Yeah, you can all answer me. I don't know. I have at least top three. Tell me number one. Number one. What's your question? Say it. <laughs> okay, I got one. <laughs> Most embarrassing moment as a dancer. Mm. <laughs> okay, so I did a cruise ship in Asia, and um, I'm a very, very picky eater. And we were getting ready to do a show, <laughs> and we need to do the fucking god awful can can. And the can can is like ten minutes long. Um, I had eight eggs and got bubble guts in the middle of the show. Oh my god. Couldn't get my skirt off fast enough and my partner, I'm like, do not lift me, I will shit on you. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I was literally yeah. in it. He was getting ready to toss me and I'm like, half shit. Like literally covering my butt as we're wearing white. Had to run off the stage, full blown. Have you guys seen white chicks? White chicks. The oh shit, like Boot, can can boot on the wall. Couldn't get my skirt off fast enough. Uh, Literally oh just shit down my leg. I'm like, <laughs> someone has to go get the captain because I cannot go back on the stage. I will never eat <laughs> cruise ship eggs ever again. The oh, eggs wow. fucked me up. Sabotage. Eggs? Wow. eggs. How did they mess up eggs? It's Asia. Yeah. Uh, I could have It could have been all of you. It yeah. could have been all. Whole thing, but that was probably yeah, yeah. my most embarrassing thing. I wow. shit myself on stage. <laughs> I, I think you went doing, yeah, the, yeah, doing yeah. the can can yeah. of all things. Not only the can can's god awful, yeah. but I shit myself doing the can can. Wow, I don't think I have nothing to compare to that. I, I mean, low key, I was <laughs> it was my like dress rehearsal at my studio. I was. A tween somewhere in there. Uh, I don't like that tween. word either. <laughs> um, and it was like time for my solo. And it, like there wasn't dramatic lights at my dress rehearsal. It was just out of school. Um, and 
I have on these like lilac bottoms and I'm it's a lyrical solo. I love it. A lot of like fan kicks and bitches. Um they they stopped the music and my teacher was like, go to the bathroom. I'm like, what? So I go to the bathroom and I had started my period. Oh and no. that's my worst. And I was crying. I didn't understand. I didn't understand oh. that that's what it was. And just my mom was like in the school bathroom trying to get like the blood out of the, my bottoms oh. and like the, under the dryer and like going again. And I was just in tears. And I'm like, I hate my life. Cause like all the dance dads were. Right. I had a dance dad. So my mom wasn't there. So mm. I'm glad it was you and not me. Yeah. So like <laughs> not a, not a professional job experience, but that's oh, something that no. I remember feeling very embarrassed about. I would be embarrassed too. Wow. Sure. I can't talk about <laughs> <laughs> Nothing that compares to that. I just put my pants in an audition. That's probably the most embarrassing. No, that's a, that's, that's an awkward one. Cause yeah. you're putting yourself out there and you're very vulnerable yeah. and you still have to kill it. Yeah. <laughs> and it was in front of Dave Scott too. The oh audition yeah. Yeah, it's very like, memorable. Everybody goes to that, especially yeah. Like, uh, no, yeah. It's kind of normal. No, for sure. Costume malfunctions yeah. is probably my biggest. I could talk about costume malfunctions for days. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> for days, yeah. even now. Really? Yeah, like wigs falling off. <laughs> oh my gosh! Ah, yeah, I had a show in Mexico. Wig came off. <laughs> yes. Really? Yeah. I like, see if there was if there was a professional hair artist to do it that would not happen. Yeah. They no, know how to get it. Yeah, um, it no. was, I feel like it was still would happen because it was so sweaty, it was so humid. Oh, so it's like, one okay. of those things like you can't mm-hmm. think. But like mm-hmm. Anna, it was actually Anna. I went down, came up. She's like, "Girl, you're wet." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> I'm just like doing the dance, and we have in ears in, so we can't hear. Girl, push back. I was like, "Ah." The wig was showing. I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. Uh, I was thinking I'm cute. Like, oh, <laughs> I was like, I can't hear you. Like, what if I can't hear you? What are you saying? We're memeing over here. She's like, and I was like, what? My hair? Like, bitch, fix it. And we're getting one. She's like, trying to fix it. Like, while we're on stage. Oh it's a 360 stage. Like, we can't hide. So, like, you can see yeah. everything. Okay. So, I went down, popped it back up. And I was like, what? Okay, let's go. Okay, my question is, what would you say to your young to a younger dancer that wants to pursue a career as a dancer? Mm. Don't give up. Don't give up. Mm-hmm. I feel like your dreams are only what you make of it. Mm-hmm. And even if your dream is just to make it to LA and live in LA, that's still like a dream. And I'm living out my dreams now. And like, this has been my dream since I was a little girl and I'm like actually doing it. And it, I may be, I don't know if this is too old, but I'm 25 and that's, I made it. And I like kept doing it, even though I've had, like three mental breakdowns in LA, but like yeah. you can't live in LA and not have a mental breakdown. No. So I feel like, yeah, just when the, what is that saying? When the going gets tough, go harder or something? Like no. even if it gets hard, keep pushing. Yes. Because yeah. there's always going to be light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. Yes. And find that group of people and like stick with that group of people because they will be your support system no. and get an emotional support animal. 
Because <laughs> I got one. And rescue it. And yeah. rescue, rescue it. Rescue it while you're at it. I got mine on Facebook for $20. Oh. Yeah. She's a little rat terrier. She looks What's homeless. her name? California? <laughs> mine's, a, mine's a Pomwawa named Dax. Pomwawa? Yeah, the proper mix for Pomeranian Chihuahua is Palm Chi. Okay. But I think Pomwawa. Yeah, that's way cuter. So way better. cuter, yeah. So that's what I call it. I love that. <laughs> what would be your advice? Um, I think to trust yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I taught a class and one girl asked me she goes how did like she was like a little bit shaky even just talking she was like how are you so confident and I was like wow the way you just boosted it a few notches <laughs> um but I didn't even realize and like I I answered properly in the moment but I really thought about it I'm like how did I get here and I traced it back to like being more sure of even like even making small decisions, small decisions as far as like mm-hmm. picking an outfit or what I want to do in a day or who I hang out with, just trusting what I'm doing yeah. is right. And this is the way I am. Mm-hmm. And the people who accept you amazing. The people who don't, who cares, mm-hmm. who cares? Just like the most important thing is for you to love yourself the way you are and accept yourself and trust yourself with what you're doing and you're doing right. the right thing even if everyone around you is telling you it's wrong, like trust mm-hmm. your gut. Yeah. yeah, also be yourself. Don't give in to the trends of LA because it's always changing. Yes. Everything, yes. the fashion, the yeah. what's cool, what's Your not style. cool, yeah. who's gonna, yeah. whose class is cool, whose class is not cool. Like, yeah. don't give in to society because that will eat you alive. Because yeah. Instagram is not real life. Like, yeah. I had a mental breakdown the other day and I was like, my Instagram is not what it is on a like a normal basis i only post the happy parts of my life but like yeah. little do you know like i may be in this country but i'm like crying as i'm posting this photo like yeah, it's, real it's real yeah, like yeah it's my instagram looks all lavish like i live in la i'm touring yeah. but like i'm also human yes. and yeah i cry yeah absolutely yeah yeah um, i would definitely say that that would be my advice affirmations, how you talk to yourself, mm-hmm. and meditation, something that's really big and I think that should be taught in us, in our right. industry. Mm-hmm. Like it should be in a class setting of like, we don't go through auditions, we go through so much rejection, which is not normal. Mm-hmm. And we don't process it, we just want to the next thing, next thing, next thing. Yeah. And it's like, the pandemic really woke up in me, it was like, oh my God, you've been through so much, something knows. Right. Like, you never process that feeling, mm-hmm. you just moved on from it. It's industry will eat you alive if you yes. let it. So you have to do affirmations every day and tell, mm-hmm. tell yourself, you got that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. That yeah. Like acknowledge what you're grateful for. Yes. Take time to ground yourself and like actually feel and like look around and be present. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. So yes, many times be. I get like, I'm like driving and I'm like, um, where, where have I been all day? Wake yeah. up. Right. Wake up. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Um, so much. Yes, yeah. all the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a big one. It's so hard to be present. Yeah. Yeah, in LA. Yeah. Well, thank you guys That's so much. <laughs> thank you to my guests. Thank you guys for watching. <laughs> Please join in the conversation. Let me know what you think of the episode. Um, please like, share, comment. We want to hear your embarrassing stories. <laughs> 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 yeah. hers. Hers. I think I, I think you're winning that round. <laughs> that was rough. That was rough. Yeah.
Yeah. <laughs> but that's a good one though. Thank you guys so much. Until next time.